All right. Welcome, 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 6 a.m. runners to the 6 a.m. run community, the 6 a.m. run podcast. You know, again, thank you guys so much for everything. You guys, you know, listening to our show. I am going to, I got a really good pre-call with someone and, and I'm going to bring our guest here. I, wanna, I don't want to waste any time. He's been patiently waiting for me. I was 10 minutes late, but Anthony, amen. Welcome to our show. But before you, you say anything, I'm going to say the faux pas. There's two things runners hate, Anthony, but you're going to talk about one of them. Runners hate stretching. And are you ready? The second, runners hate lifting. What did you just tell me your favorite thing in the world to do is? Oh my gosh. Runners, you guys got to go and hit the gym more and hit the weights. But that's, but that's what every runner, <laughs> no. What do you think every running coach tells their running clients? Go to the gym more and lift the weights. A hundred percent. Stop running. Stop destroying. Like help your joints. Yes. It makes you better. It makes you run quicker. So introduce yourself. Hype yourself up. This is your time. Go for it, Anthony. My name is Anthony Eamon. I'm the owner of Redefined Fitness. We are a personal training studio over on Long Island, opening up location number two. So I've been in this industry for quite some time now. But on top of that, I also host a wonderful podcast like my friend here. It is called Health and Fitness Redefined Podcast because of all things health and fitness. And I've met some lovely people. That's why I like coming on here and I like introducing myself. I like hearing you guys and hopefully I could teach everyone something and maybe even just be inspired a little bit. Nice. So let's start back with the journey. Let's start where you, when did physical fitness become a priority in your life? Was it from sports? Was it some, I think a lot of people, it does start with sports, but then they kind of, that kind of does, you know, 99% of us obviously do, do not become a professional athlete, but can you take us from the Anthony's younger days and Anthony's start? Yeah, your runners are going to love this. This is how athletic I was. I ran a 15-15 mile when I was in high school. <laughs> That's worse than my 42-year-old mile time right now. <laughs> and to the point where it's just like I was that last person coming in, puffing and puffing. And my thing was I was never overweight. I was just so scrawny. I was 25 pounds lighter than I am now. So I was 160 at 6'2", and I just didn't work out, didn't do anything. That was it. It was TV and uh, video games. Hey, but that's a teenage dream right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful. It was horrible. <laughs> but obviously something clicked. Maybe we can, this gets into that. We were kind of talking about in the pre-call. We'll talk about there was an injury there, but when when was the click moment of, okay, let's prioritize fitness in our life? Yeah, I was 20 years old and I was into intramural sports in college and or love them, always try to do as many as possible. And I was playing a sport very few people ever heard of. It's called broomball. It's basically poor man's hockey. Okay. <laughs> You're in sneakers on the ice, and instead of a puck, you got a ball. But it's a lot of fun, and trust me, you learn how to run on the ice, but that's a side story. Anyway, we're playing the game, and my friend went to go slide tackle the ball away from me. And normally you brace for a tackle and you take it and you rebound and you go right back for it. But the night before we were out at a bar and he rolled his ankle. So as he was slide tackling me, I was trying to avoid hurting him. So I tried going around him and my heel hit the back of the ice and I fell backwards and my head went against the ice. Okay. It was really loud everyone kind of stopped and I, I, I didn't black out but i remember going off the ice 
sitting out for a little bit. It was a little dizzy, and then I went back in the game and finished the game out champ style. Worst thing I could have done. Don't recommend. But later that day, we were back at our dorm room, and I laid down, and someone went and asked me a question, and I went to go sit up and answer, and I couldn't speak anymore. And that's when I knew something was wrong. I was just like, uh, 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 and trying to put words together were lost. Now, that happened in February. I don't have any memory of the recollection until about mid-May. Oh, my God. I just was told that I laid in the dark. I uh, couldn't look at light. And I was just in a lot of pain. But not, not a coma, right? Like you were... Oh, I was alert-oriented. But your brain kind of was healing, I guess. for. But it was like, there, obviously, this is an impact injury. Yeah. Oh, my Heavy God. Heavy impact. <laughs> Ice yeah. doesn't budge when you hit it. But it's all right. It's, I don't regret any of it because it's got me where I am today. But basically, uh, no doctor could help me. I went to about 25 of them. One told me he's a physician, not a magician, to get out of his office. True story. I went to a bunch of physical therapists. I had frozen shoulder, so basically my right arm couldn't ex- flex more than 90 degrees. I had zero range of motion in my neck. I couldn't turn to the left, right. I couldn't turn up, down. So we're heavily impacted like my day-to-day activities. Wow. I'm just I was on Flexerol, which is a muscle relaxant for years. And it just really screwed you up. God, it kept the migraines at bay, but I still got them weekly where I still would get these triggers where I just couldn't look at light anymore. And I would just have to keep my head on the pillow to have to call it a work. It was really just impacting my life a lot. So when I was 21, I didn't want to that to be my end. And that's basically what all the doctors are telling me. Like, this is something you have to deal with the rest of your life. Like, you expect to be stuck with this. You herniated every single disc in your neck. Like, this is where you're going. So I said, that's not true. And I just started going to the gym. I was like, let me see what I can do in the gym. So I started just working out. And over the course of about six months, through a lot of trial and error, and tons, trust me, tons of errors, but I was finally able, starting to feel better. I was okay. finally starting to get a little more range of motion in my neck. I was finally starting to get a little range of motion in my shoulder. I haven't had a migraine since I was 22 and I'm 31 now. Good. So I really kept it. I took three years to touch my hands above my head. So when I finally did that, I, I broke down. And it was just from that moment, I knew that this is where I had to be. And this is what I had to show others because if I was getting this answer from all these professionals in the industry telling me that this is it, like your life's never going to be normal and you're never going to be able to do any of this activities, I want to say, no, you can. There is a way. And I believe fitness is that answer and that cure to help a lot of people maybe not be perfect, but take back their lives and mm-hmm. do things they enjoy doing from a young age. And that's what I've been doing ever since, helping people that are pretty much at the point of giving up. Well, I do love hearing that. So that's a great, not a great, but that's obviously the happy ending. It does show me, and I think, let me ask you this, during the healing part of it, as a trainer, are you a trainer? And I I know most do, and this is a good thing. Are you prideful in, you know, knowing about body you know, body, mind, soul kind of thing. Like, and it seems like to your, your mind, obviously a lot of your mobility you found out was, oh my God, this is my nervous system, my brain waves. Like 
it seems like that hit just impacted so much. And I didn't know any of this at that age. That's not, I wasn't my major. I wasn't a trainer. I wasn't even into fitness. I didn't start picking that up until I was like 27. Wow. So I had a big span where I just didn't understand what was going on. But I was like, you know what? There's got to be an answer in here somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So eventually figuring it out, now I could put it into words. What was actually going on is what you're saying. You're trying to heal your nervous system and trying to refire those nerve endings over and over again. And it really teaches you a lot, but also you learn that conventional isn't always the answer. It's those unconventional techniques that science hasn't so-called caught up to yet that really make the biggest impact on somebody. Yeah, I love that. Now let's, I do want to talk to you, you're Long Island, we're Delaware, we're right outside Philly. So, you know, we're neighbors a little bit. Tell us, you know, school kind of, did, let me ask you this, were you able to finish school? I did. Okay. I, I actually changed my major right at right near the end. I switched up to psychology and then eventually just made it into health psychology. So I did finish school and never ended up using that degree, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this though. No, but, you know, finishing it and stuff like that. I think going through what you went through, was it like, let me ask you this too, was the school a little more understanding, giving you some leeway, a break? Because also that happened, it seems like it happened right next in, right in this, for most colleges, that's the second semester time, right? Yeah, and I, I was in spring semester. And like I said, I one of the first things I remember doing was in May going to talk to the dean of the school to talk about dropping my classes and stuff. And they gave me the option to drop all of them and kind of restart. But I ended up keeping three of them. And being able to finish before the summer? I finished one of them. Okay. <laughs> I failed the other two. <laughs> How do listen, we take anyway? But no, listen, one of the things I like about that, though, is you were like, you know what, man, let me see if I can finish the quote unquote race or game, right? Like it was like, I think part of you probably didn't want to just say, yeah, let's just quit everything and restart kind of. You wanted to see like, hey, I've got a couple of weeks. Can I finish this, right? And it's not a bad thing that you didn't. I think the fact that you, I actually am, and I hope you kind of understand what I'm trying to say. I admire the fact that you were like, holy shit, let me, let me try to finish this. Let me add to it. So I never went home. I was in school from the moment I injured myself all the way through. Really? For the first two weeks. And what I've been told is I didn't do anything but I couldn't look at light, right? So I just took my medicine, I was told, and went to class still. So my teachers never really saw me missing. I I think I missed a few here and there because that's when I ended up dropping two of them. And I I really don't recall like what I did. I just know that I went to class and it's my fault. My parents are amazing people. They feel so bad when I tell the story. I never told them what happened. So... I didn't say until after I came home from college, I told them the whole story. So that's why I stayed in school because I was like, I need to finish. I need to get this done. Sure. And I think too, there's, look, and even me, and I think parents, I'm a dad now, like I think you put pressure on your kids in a good way. You do want them to start and finish things. So, you know, part of that is I'm sure, you know, like I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I'm sure kids in general are like, look, my parents are busting their butt to get me here like parents make sacrifices for their kids sometimes to go to school, right? So there's definitely pressure on the child to finish, right? Because children are not stupid, right? They know what's going on. They know, hey, my dad might be working two jobs to put me through school or, you know what I mean? So 
I think kids see that and kids want to make their parents happy. So I, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I can totally see why you would want to do your best to finish, even if not for yourself, for your people who love you. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, it was trying to make them proud. Yeah. Again, we're getting into that phase of, okay, so getting healthy, getting mobility, you know, you did intramural sports. Is it after school? We're going to post like your bio and everything. And if guys, you, if you meet Anthony, you'll see dude is very fit right now. You talk about the scrawny kid. Where did fit Anthony start? Fit Anthony started after that. Uh, it really, I was lifting, uh, two pound dumbbells. <laughs> and that's where I started with my injury was to recover through that. And when I finally was able to like get myself over that hump of, okay, I'm getting back to normal. I'm doing more day-to-day activities like everybody else is. All right, let me start working out more. And over the years of just ups and downs with fitness, I've really always trended upwards. Nice. When, like now I'm um, 183 pounds and still as lean as I was then, but I'm 20 pounds heavier. So I was able to put in all that muscle mass and I do Spartan races, tough mutters. I, I don't basically a big, Hey, look at me. I can do this. Mm-hmm. If I can do this, anybody can do this. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. So you start, I mean, and by the way, everyone's got to start somewhere because I feel like that's a little, even running, right? You feel like I can't run at long distances, but nobody starts running a marathon first day, right? Like, and I think even in the gym, people might be like, I never forget like my first time really doing weights myself. Like when I was in college, I was embarrassed because I could only do 225s. You know what I mean? Like, but guess what? That's where you start. You work up to the 245s. You know what I mean? So like, it's all relative. Like you're a beginner, you embrace it. And I think the people that can embrace it and not worry about what other people think are the people that are going to be the most successful. So I'll tell you something funny and all you guys can appreciate this. When I started like really working out again, I had in the back of my head that I fell because of issues with balance. And I always had a lot of issues with balance after my injury. So I made it my goal. Wow. I was looking at one of those yoga balls, you know, the big round yoga balls. It's like, I'm going to squat on that unassisted with weight. Wow. I did it three years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like my big thing was working on balance, making sure I can do anything. I'm never going to fall again. I'm never going to roll my ankle again because I totally unsafe to squat on yoga balls. I took a long time to build up to, but that was just in my head. If I can do this, I'm never getting hurt again on anything tripping over or anything like that ever again. Wow. I love that. I mean, listen, again, I don't know where this came from. And part of, again, going back to like your school stuff, there's so much will and determination there. I love hearing this. Yeah. And you know, you hear it from clients. Like, Mm -hmm. so I I have a story, but it's in my head, I hear these clients and I want to tell you one story about a guy that I have, not the same name, obviously, but Mm -hmm. he's a client that started with me in the beginning when I opened up my studio about three and a half years ago. He had three spinal surgeries, all lobotectomies, and on his lumbar spine, the doctor screwed up. They severed a lot of nerves. He lost complete mobility of his right hip flexor, his right atib. He lost mobility in his right oblique. He could like really like couldn't do anything, and he was forty years old, had four kids, and this just screwed his life so he comes in on a scooter and he's barely able to hold himself on the scooter 
he's like, listen, uh, they only told me I get PT once, maybe twice a week. They're only doing it for a certain time. He's like, can you help me? I'm 40 years old. I don't want this to be my life. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> nice. So we started just, I would literally, because like I'm talking, he couldn't even sit upright. So I had to pick him up, carry him over to a bench, oh hold him on the bench, and then work with him through motions. So now we're going to fast forward three years to where we are today. He's still with me. And we're going to deduct a year because we had shutdowns, but so still had two years worth of work. We are now walking with just sticks. Like the walking sticks you have, the two little ones, the little tiny nubs at the end. He's doing that. He's standing upright and he's able to walk with them on his own without any other assistance. That's awesome. It's just like, Look at this guy. Like, that, like everyone told him, you're stuck in a scooter. Like that's it. You're gonna have, people are gonna have to help you go to the bathroom. People are gonna have to bathe you. And he said, no. I, I, there has to be another way. So, he, with the help of coming to me, and we do totally unconventional stuff, which is what he loves. He got all the way up to walking with pull sticks. And right. our goal in the next six months is to get him just down to a cane. And that's life-changing. He said for the first time last week, and this really like got me, he was able to hold his wife's hand and walk with her for the first time in three and a half years. It's those, but that's the thing. Like it's when something's taken away from you, I think you can appreciate this yourself with everything that started with you. The littlest thing is a huge win. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a will, there's a way. Right. That's it. That answers so many of my questions. And now, you know, helping these clients, hearing these stories, like, is that kind of the drive, like a drive for you now? Like, is that just, you know, and, and I know you opened up Redefined Fitness and I read a little bit about that. Tell me, like, is that just where you see this story kind of going and, and just leaving a trail of success stories like that one? Yeah, it's my goal. Awesome. If I can change people's lives and make them better, that in and of itself is the most important thing I can ever accomplish. If I can have someone say like, because of you, I didn't give up. That is amazing. And it's kind of leaves the impact of just like something I want to leave on this world. Yeah. Awesome. That's such an amazing story. You know what I mean? Wow. I love it. I I think. And and even now with the gym, do you have partners? Do you have people kind of sharing your vision? It's all, it's all you. It's my gym that I started on my own. And when you, hit rock bottom and this is mm-hmm. what kind of where i'll leave it and my rock bottom was that injury when you get there and you feel like it felt hopeless but you're able to pull yourself out of it then nothing can hold you back in your life ever again oh i love that and that's what it is with the business where i started from nothing i literally took out a hundred thousand dollars with the loans and i had no money to my name and took a gamble did it got it up and running got trainers under me. Now I have 13 trainers under me and we're opening up a second location all because I said, you know what? I'm going to do this now because it doesn't matter if I hit bottom, I've been there before (laughs) and I know I can do anything. No, I think that's one of the best things we can kind of possibly end this on. I mean, or my questions are all answered. I do want to give you, obviously, if there's anything I missed, but it's like that right there though. That's it. I think I hate cliches. I, I I hate that word cliche too. But like, think about it. If it didn't physically kill you, right? Like if it didn't bury you and take your soul, then 
there's still a fighter's chance, so to say. I see behind you guys, Some we, we do an audio-only podcast, but the Rocky quote from, was it Rocky Six When he's like, it's not about how many times you get hit. Oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's that Rocky, it's on TikTok, that quote, right? Like, listen, and we can talk Rocky for a second. I'm, I love boxing. I love watching it. I, I can't box for shit. I've never even tried it. But if you think about life as a series of rounds, right? You're going to lose some. You're not going to win every year of your life. If you live till, let's say, average age of that 75, 80, you know, you're going to win some rounds. There's going to be some great years. There's going to be some really bad years, right? But it's about, can I get over the bad years, right? Like, can I say, okay, last year, and I think that's part of what people do and you're in the fitness space. I think that's what part of what people do with like New Year's resolutions, right? It's like, all right, last year was shit. COVID was a shit year, right? Like that sucked, right? What about that too? And you, I love hearing your story now. Maybe this is my last question too, was COVID, a lot of trainers were able to really kind of pivot and you know do things virtually, maybe one-on-one with some people that they trusted closely who still invited them to their homes. Did you have to really pivot for your business? Well, we were closed for seven months and then had another seven months of the world's toughest restrictions being in the state of New York. Right. But were you able to pivot a little bit with tele, like Zooms and anything or no? Zoom didn't hit, tele didn't hit. We did some outdoor training just to kind of stay afloat, but it really didn't make a difference. Wow. And I got to say the only thing that was the saving grace was that mentality of, hey, I've had worse in my life. Right. I just got to figure out a direction and do it. And that direction was working every day. Yeah. I still went to work every single day. Yeah. I still found something to do, something to stay relevant. I started a podcast because of that. Yeah. I was like, I need to keep myself up and going because if I shut and shelter, by the time everything does open, I'll be left behind. Instead, let me take COVID as an opportunity. Yes, as an opportunity because now as a small growing business, instead of going up while everyone else is going up, everyone else is going to get shut down and do nothing but I can still push myself back up. And that's what's paid dividends for us because I kept myself relevant. I kept this active. We did things, I'm not kidding, every single day to make sure. So the time we did get open, it was there. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I love it. And any last things, like I said, my questions, with passion, with conviction, you answered everything. This is a very inspiring podcast. Anyone doing you know, a run right now that's listening to this. I, I can't imagine you not feeling like you can run through a wall right now. But yeah, no, Anthony, please definitely I want you to, you know, give the gym. I know we said we talked about redefine, but let's give the websites your URL, your podcast. You know, I, I want to kind of leave the floor to you as we wrap this up. Let's tell everyone your, you know, where they can get a hold of you. Guys, he's on the East Coast. And if there's anyone ever kind of come going up that way, Anthony, go ahead, please. Last words, all you. Yeah, just I just recommend checking out my podcast, listening to both of these guys. It's always good to uh, branch out, learn something. I try to keep the show fun and lively. That and Redefine Fitness is always my go-to, always my home, home away from home. And just never give up and always work out. And I don't want to, it's not so much about whether you go to us or whether you go to another facility, no. whether you're doing your own thing at home. It's more about just, finding a way and stop looking at the negatives in life and start looking more towards the positive. And I guess I'll just wrap it up with the last piece of advice, something I learned last year, actually, and it's really helped me a lot of growing. So when you're in a situation, something that seems hopeless, 
and you get really, or you're really, really stressed out, or you're fighting your significant other, or whatever the case may be, there's some stressor in your life. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do is blame somebody else and sit here and say that it's their fault. No matter how obvious it may seem like it, it really is their fault. The best thing you can do is actually blame yourself. Because if I take blame for everything that happens in my life, then I'm able to do something about it and therefore control and fix the situation. And that's going to change your life a lot. Just taking things like that, just learn to just blame yourself. Okay, how can I fix this? And then you can start taking back control and start making yourself reach and follow your dreams. I think, no, I don't want to spoil that statement because that was amazing. And that's true. I think to that point, like if you blame yourself, if something happened, you tell yourself, oh, I don't need to be with this person anymore. You know, that's my fault for putting myself in that situation, right? Instead of relying that no one else will make that mistake again, you know, next time, hey, I'm not going to do it this way. I'm not going to put myself in that situation again. Oh, last time I was with someone like this, I got in big time trouble. Like, you know what I mean? So I want to leave that at that. That was one thing to really close on. Guys, we'll put all of Anthony's information in the contact section here and Anthony's, you know, um, his fitness journey and and his podcast. And we'll throw all those links on there and you can see Anthony and and follow him and, and his story. Anthony, I'm proud of you. This was very inspiring, and thank you for sharing your story with our guests, sir. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. It was a pleasure doing this. Awesome. All right, guys. Everyone else, enjoy You know your, your 6 a.m. running, whatever you're doing, however you're consuming this episode. Uh, really, really thankful for everyone. And from all of us here, goodbye, and see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.